Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 133 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to talk about uh, these two ideas, and these two ideas are being frugal and being cheap. And uh, we are going to talk about the fine line between the two, and we're going to uh, talk about the characteristics of individuals uh, who are either frugal or cheap, and then we'll talk about which side of that line, of that fine line that you need to fall on uh, and why. And so hopefully uh, this can really help you in your self-awareness uh, into what you are financially uh, and what you may need to become uh, over the long term. Before we get started though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below and I'll be sure to get back to you there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan and that's good supplementary materials to all the things I'm putting out in the long form YouTube episodes and podcast episodes every single day. And then if you need somebody to help create a financial plan that is specific to you and your life and to keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. Now, as I said, there is a fine line uh, between being frugal and being cheap. Right? If you ever heard somebody called a cheapskate, right? Somebody who, uh, you know, is just always trying to cut costs at any um, different corner that they come to. They are trying to uh, pay the least that they can uh, for whatever it is, and they may be called a cheapskate. Well, you've also heard of frugality or being frugal, uh, and typically this is looked at in a positive light, uh, and we'll talk about today why that should be the case, right? Being cheap has this negative connotation, and being frugal has this positive connotation. And uh, we're going to talk about why that is. So let's talk about just in you know the most basic terms possible what being frugal looks like. So being frugal, right, means that you understand that paying more does not necessarily mean better value, right? So in being frugal, you are looking for a good value for something, right? Warren Buffett has been called frugal time and time and time again. Uh, and the reasoning for that is multifaceted. Obviously, uh, his investing strategy is extremely frugal because he is buying uh, value companies, right? He's trying to find value uh, in companies that he buys. And then uh, also, you know, he's lived in the same house uh, that he raised his kids in, uh, you know, for, you know, 60 years. And so this is uh, a, a long-term uh, frugality that he is showing. You know, he goes and uh, I don't know if he still does this, but in you know the documentary about him, he would drive to you know McDonald's every day and you know spend three you know two three dollars at McDonald's every day for breakfast. And it's like you know that is relatively frugal for somebody who uh, has billions and billions of dollars at their disposal. And so um, just understanding that when you are frugal. Uh, yes, you don't want to pay a high price, uh, but it's not because you just don't want to spend the money. It's because you want to get the most for your money possible. And so this is not necessarily a bad thing. But what about being cheap? When you are cheap, you would not pay a premium price regardless of value. Okay, so regardless of how good something is, you're like, forget that. I am not uh, buying that forget it. That is just, you know, makes no sense. And uh, this is going to be somebody who, 
you know, might, you know, just try to save every single penny uh, that they can on a purchase, right? Try to shave pennies off of a purchase uh, for, you know, far different values of things. And they just believe that the only way to achieve value is to pay less, right? They believe that paying less is equivalent uh, to achieving value. But frugal people believe that there is value to be had in more expensive things, uh, but they don't want to pay a premium price without receiving value in return. And cheap people also may be less skilled at managing their money uh, than frugal people might be. And this is uh, for obvious reasons, because they think that you know, the whole idea of managing what you have is to, you know, spend as little as possible and uh, be as tight as possible, right? You know, being cheap and being tight, those are kind of synonymous, right? You know, if you're, if you're really tight with every single dollar that you have, uh, they think that that uh, is the way to get ahead financially. And obviously, uh, it can also be a detriment to your long-term uh, financial health as well. Whereas being frugal, understanding value is going to get us um, a long way, especially uh, when it comes to our investing, when it comes to the things that we buy, uh, when it comes to um, you know how we go about setting up our long-term financial lives. Because there are things in our financial lives that are valuable, but they are extremely costly. So uh, let me just give you a couple examples of what those might look like. Uh, one is investments, right? There are uh, you, know, you know mutual funds and ETFs and stocks, and it's not cheap to buy your investments. And, you know, in a lot of tax advantaged accounts, your investments are tied up for a long period of time. Uh, but, you know, if you can find long term value in them, uh, that you are going to come out ahead. Then a big one is insurance, right? We all need to have insurance. We need to have adequate, good, valuable insurance uh, that will, you know, safeguard us from life's tragedies. Uh, and what a cheap person will typically do is just buy the cheapest insurance possible regardless of the value. But what a frugal person will do uh, is for the same value, try to find the cheapest uh, insurance with those same uh, set of characteristics. And so this can uh, leave a cheap person underinsured uh, and it can leave a frugal person properly insured uh, at the lowest cost possible. And so we know cheap people only look at price and they believe the only way to achieve value is to pay less but they fail to take into account other factors frugal people know that sometimes it is best to pay up sometimes it is best uh, to pay a premium a quality mattress right uh, may cost more right it may cost let, let's say you've got back problems right let's say you've you know you need that lower lumbar support you need something uh, to support your back right you've got back issues well, a good mattress is a way uh, to help alleviate your back pain, alleviate your back issues. And so if you're somebody who is extremely frugal, right, well, what you may do uh, is go out and try to find the best priced uh, for the best value mattress that is going to be good for your back. But if you're a cheap individual, uh, you'd be somebody who's like, I'm just going to go out and still just buy the cheapest mattress possible. It's just a mattress, uh, whatever. And uh, this can be... Uh, as we see in this particular example, detrimental to actually your physical health, right? Uh, because being cheap kind of rolls over into different parts of your life uh, where it's really not welcome, right? You need to take care of yourself and something cheap people will do just to save a buck in a lot of situations is to um, you know, not take care of themselves uh, physically, not take care 
uh, of their physical health. Uh, when something is wrong, they're not going to go to the doctor or the hospital. Uh, they're going to try to do as much that they can uh, to not pay anything when they might not have the ability uh, to take care of whatever it may be. Uh, and so that can make you an extremely cheap individual. And let's just think of another example uh, of a cheap versus a frugal individual. Well, if let's say they're going to uh, the appliance store, they need a new washer and dryer. Well, something that the cheap person is going to do uh, is they are going to look for the cheapest washer and dryer set uh, to purchase. And, and they think that that will be perfectly adequate for them. And that shows you that they have short term thinking. They are thinking only about the money that they are going to fish out today, which is honestly not a good way to manage your money at all, right? We need to have long-term viewpoints. And what do I mean? How does this apply to just buying a washer and dryer set? Uh, well, if you're going to buy a washer and dryer set, something you may need to take into account is the energy efficiency of that washer and dryer set. It, there may be a reason that one is priced a little bit higher uh, because it is going to provide better long-term value. And maybe it's going to last longer than the other washer and dryer set. Uh, maybe it is going to wash more of your clothes. Therefore, you're going to spend less on water and electricity or gas or whatever uh, it may be. And so uh, you have to really look at um, things holistically, right? Frugal people do that. Frugal people look at things holistically and try to find the best value for a certain price, whereas cheap people are literally just looking for the lowest price. And so the frugal person is likely to you know, research and they're, right, they're likely to uh, look at you know, customer reviews of things that they're purchasing and try to see what is the best value. Frugal shoppers will look for rebates and sales and they'll try to find places uh, where really good things are marked down. Uh, and obviously this is a great way to go about uh, shopping in your everyday life, especially for things that um, are, are replaceable, right? Buying things at a, a store brand versus um, a just name brand for whatever it may be, right? Who needs to buy name brand cereal when you can buy the store brand uh, equivalent? There's a reason that Walmart calls it great value because it's people looking for value in what they're buying, right? If you're going to buy Frosted Flakes, why not just buy the Walmart equivalent to Frosted Flakes? Uh, and so you, you see my point. My point is that the frugal people will notice those differences, whereas the cheap people are going to try to spend the absolute least amount of money that they can and not care if they're getting an equivalently good product or service or not. And so what you'll see with cheap people is they think that everything is overpriced. They think that everything is overpriced. They're always complaining about the costs of things that they have to pay for. Right? If you go to a restaurant, they don't understand why a burger costs $10. If you take them to a baseball game, they don't understand why the ticket costs what it costs. Uh, even a candy bar at a gas station just costs too much for this individual. Right? But frugal people, they may be thinking the same thing, but they understand uh, that voicing that may make them sound cheap. But frugal people are really good about uh, delaying their gratification, whereas uh, somebody who's cheap, again, is going to look for short-term gratification. Uh, they may try to spend as little as possible in the short term, uh, but they are going to go ahead and spend that money. So, for instance, if you go to uh, a, an appliance store and you're a frugal individual and you're trying to uh, find a washer-dryer set that is the best value, you may go and look and they might not have anything that falls within the parameters of what you are looking for, and you'll move on and go try to find one elsewhere. Uh, but the cheap person, if that's the cheapest place that they can buy one, uh, they haven't done a lot of research. They haven't done a lot of looking around. They're going to go there, grab the cheapest set, 
move on with their life. And it's totally different ways of looking at life. And then frugal people, they put people above savings. So what does this mean, right? Have you ever gone out with somebody who uses coupons uh, to save on price on a meal, right? They use coupons for a meal, right? That's frugal. And most people would not consider doing so cheap. But how about the person who uses the coupon and then tips based on the amount after the coupon, right? They say, oh, well, I've used the coupon, then I'll, I'll tip based on uh, you know, what comes after the coupon, or, or maybe not just a coupon, but like a, a gift card, right? If you have a gift card to a particular you know, nice restaurant or whatever it may be, a, a frugal person uh, would you know, pay with that, and let's say there was a little left to pay afterwards, they would pay you know, using their own money, and then uh, likely tip on the entire bill. But uh, the cheap person is going to just tip based on what they paid. Uh, which is obviously not fair to uh, the server, but um, that shows you that these frugal individuals, they care about people. They care about um, you know, the good of others. They care about doing things the right way. They care about um, some ethical standard, whereas cheap people are just looking for the cheapest and shortest way. Now, don't get me wrong. Frugal people love to save a buck. Frugal people love uh, to cut on costs as much as anybody else. Right? But they will not take money away from others in order to do so. They will not uh, shortchange somebody else uh, just because they are looking for the best value possible. Uh, frugal people actually tend to be very, very generous right? because they have saved money in other places and they uh, do care about people. They care about their relationships. They care about doing things the right way uh, and they will um, you know, pass that on to their fellow man. They will do good things for others using the money that they have. And then cheap people, they won't buy necessities, okay? Have you ever known somebody like this? You know somebody who uh, they won't buy something that they absolutely need, right? Have you ever met somebody who, like I said earlier, won't go to the doctor, right, because it's too costly, but maybe they have some type of uh, condition that they really, really, really need to go to the doctor. They really, really should, but it's just too expensive. I'm just not going to go. Or how about parents who don't plan to help their child uh, with college expenses because of the price, right? Um, now, there's a lot of parents who haven't put anything in place uh, or haven't taught their kids well how to do that, uh, but I'm talking about the willingness, the willingness to help, the willingness uh, to help your child through uh, such a big part of their financial life. And uh, those may be kind of extreme, but cheap people may not want to pay for the basics in life while frugal people look to get the absolute best price they can. So, you know, a cheap person is going to look like somebody who's trying to fix everything with duct tape or try to just rig things up to where uh, they just barely work or they just uh, get the job done, right? Have you ever heard somebody say, well, it just gets the job done uh, about something that looks kind of ratty or like, you know, you aren't really getting much utility out of this. Whereas a frugal person, again, is going to look for value, right? They're going to look for the, the utility that they receive from something. So for instance, if you have uh, a leak in your home, right? The frugal person is going to look for the, the best value uh, in finding somebody to come fix that leak, to come uh, properly fix it in a way that it will sustain over the long term. Whereas somebody who is extremely cheap uh, may go, you know, get some tape or get some, uh, some, a bucket and put the bucket in, and it, they don't care about the necessities. They just want to save money. They don't want to spend uh, on these things that they may need to spend money on. And they don't see things as such a big deal 
Uh, and, and that's okay sometimes, right? You can still be frugal and not see certain things as big necessities in your life, but you have to be realistic. You have to be realistic uh, with what is uh, important and what is not. And obviously, I, and I, I can you know really throw this at uh, a bunch of guys. I know that uh, I myself, I, I have this tendency toward uh, wanting to not spend money on things, right? But I also have to realize and have to remind myself time and time again that there are things that it is important uh, that me and my wife need. There are things that um, are important that we need to um, be able to purchase and it still be of good value. I'll give you a good example from our own life. Um, when you know I came to get my PhD, uh, we're going and we're looking for apartments. And um, you know it's it's the first time that uh, we're we're in town and we're just looking for all these different places uh, to stay. And there are places that you know cost you know. Twelve, thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred dollars a month for like a one bedroom, and then there's places that cost like six hundred dollars a month for a one bedroom, and obviously much different in the um, you know the value that you're getting, much different in uh, what they look like on the interior and the exterior. Uh, but what I had to do is I had to say, okay, well, what is the best value, right? What is the best way to say, okay, you get everything that you want, you get everything that you need, uh, but you're not paying an exorbitant price in order to do so because some places are extremely proud of what uh, they charge for rent uh, or the, you know, the apartments that they have. And so uh, finding something in a middle ground there was very, very important and finding something of value uh, was extremely important because uh, some people even, you know, we're talking about frugal and cheap here. So two people who uh, both want to save money, right? But they look at it in different ways. But there are obviously people who don't fall into these buckets, right? There are people who um, they want the highest quality no matter what, no matter the price, they want the highest quality. Now, that is not a frugal person. A frugal person does not want the highest quality at any price. They want the highest quality they can get for a certain price, for a certain amount of money. They want the best uh, quality that they can have. And so, um, you really have to juxtapose the people around you because there are going to be people that do not fall into these buckets. I'm sure a lot of you may not fall into these buckets, but maybe this helps you to understand somebody in your life, your spouse, uh, your sibling, your parents, whatever it may be, uh, your friends that uh, do fall into these buckets and how they think about money and how they think about uh, how they are going through their financial life. And maybe it helps you to look uh, into your own life if you do fall into one of these buckets and maybe see something that is unhealthy. Maybe you are being a bit of a cheapskate and not um, being extremely frugal in the way that you think that you are. And then frugal people, they see a higher purpose. Frugal people tend to be very generous people, like I alluded to a while ago. Frugal people believe in giving to worthy clauses. They will, however, exhaustively research what they're giving to, right? They'll make sure that what they're giving to is a good something to give your money to. And I've talked about this before. When you are trying to uh, you know, plan your giving, your scheduled giving, the giving that you are going to do systematically, uh, you need to do your research. You need to know where your money is going. Now, let's not say you need to just hover over your money. I've talked about this before, but uh, you need to know the types of things that your money is going towards, and that's something that frugal people will commonly do. Or they might also forego organized charity and give to family and friends with a real need. They will find real needs. They will find places where they can add value to people's lives, and they will go about doing that. Uh, again, I'll go back to Warren Buffett for a moment. Warren Buffett 
believes that giving children too much money does more harm than good. Because of that, he's promised most of his fortune to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation instead of to his children. So even though um, you know he is saying, hey, I don't think I should leave my children too much money, it's not out of being cheap. It's out of saying that, like, hey, I don't want to spoil my children. I'm trying to you know, make sure that my kids are uh, normal-ish people. You can only be so normal when you're uh, Warren Buffett's kid. Uh, but he plans to give uh, the vast sum of what he has uh, to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, um, which you know can do a lot of good as well. And now cheap people, they might have a different mindset than this, right? Uh, whereas frugal people may look, and especially frugal people who look at things through uh, a biblical context, will say, okay, well, it's God's money, right? It is not, I am managing God's money. I should be trying to do the best I can with what I am allocated, what I am given uh, from God. Well, cheap people are going to say, well, this is my money, right? I earn this. And so I'm not going to uh, just give it away. Why would I just give it away? I, I went out and worked for this. And so I'm not going to give, right? They, they want to hold on to it. They want it to uh, be their safety and their security. Whereas, you know, if you're somebody who is frugal, you likely don't look at money as your safety and your security. Uh, it is just a piece of your life that is necessary. It's a piece of your life that, um, you know, you are going to have to manage well. And so you're trying to do that in the best way possible. Now, cheap people, their children may speak of them uh, as people who rarely give a gift uh, or help when there was a need. Uh, and, you know, this is something that, you know, you don't want to be seen as this type of person who doesn't uh, give to something that is needed. Now, this may lead to strained relationships, right? And I, I've talked about this before. I actually talked about this a bit uh, in yesterday's videos when we worry a lot about money. And let me tell you, cheap people worry a lot about money. It can strain your relationships with others, right? It can strain uh, you know, your relationships because other people think of you in a certain way. They see you in a certain light. They know uh, who you really are. And uh, it can really impact the way that others view you. Uh, and if you don't care about that, it can impact how others treat you uh, in you know different types of social situations. And um, you know, money appears to mean more to cheap people than their relationships with others. And the opposite is 100% true with frugal people. Now, there's something that frugal people believe in uh, that uh, cheap people don't along these same lines, right? If cheap people don't uh, focus on relationships with others and frugal people do, right? Well, then frugal people are also going to believe that having fun, allocating time and money towards fun, towards things that uh, maybe don't create a lot of monetary value, but may have uh, more social and relational value is extremely important. Whereas somebody who is cheap, they may say, well, you know, we can do something at home. We can do something, you know, for, for free. We don't have to go and do this uh, as a family. We don't have to spend money on doing things. Um, but a frugal person will likely allocate uh, some amount of fun money. And uh, this is really interesting because I, I haven't talked about this in depth when it comes to how we budget and how we allocate our money for the future. But uh, we should all have some amount of fun money in our budgets, right? If you are a frugal individual, and that's really what I'm trying to get across in today's videos, that we should be frugal individuals, right? We should be people who care enough about our finances uh, to try to find the best value and use them in the, in the best way possible. But now, we don't need to be just looking at quality, and we don't need to be just looking at price. We need to look at both, find a happy medium, and do uh, the best with what we have. Um, so I'm trying to, to get us towards this idea of being frugal 
individuals and frugal individuals will likely allocate some type of fun money. Now, depending on where you are in a financial plan is also going to uh, impact the amount of fun money that you allocate in. Obviously, uh, if you're just getting started and you have no savings, uh, you have a lot of debt, right? You're in a situation where you haven't invested anything, right? You might have uh, just really, really low budgeted amounts of fun money, but uh, you understand that your relations with the people around you, with your family, with your friends, is still an important thing, even though um, that fund money might be really, really limited at that point in time. But as time goes on and you build up a stronger financial foundation, uh, then you can allocate more and more fund money um, in order to do the things that you want to do and um, not be a cheapskate when it comes to uh, being able to make memories with your friends and family. Because fun money is not just you know a green light to just say, hey, let's spend all our money on this. Let's just go on a free-for-all. It's not that. What it is is it's giving yourself permission to spend in a certain way. And we've talked time and time again about financial balance and how financial balance requires uh, some giving, saving, and spending at all points in differing proportions based on where you're at within a financial plan. And so this would be a spending portion where you spend it uh, in order to do some extra things for yourself and or your family. And the reason that you need to plan for it, you need uh, to have some fun money in your budget if you are a frugal individual, uh, is because that fun money will show you that a budget is not all about restrictions, right? A budget, as I've said before, gives us permission to spend. And it gives us permission to spend on things that are fun. It gives us permission to spend on things that are not absolute needs or absolute necessities. And that's a really important thing to notice. That's a really important thing to note about a budget uh, is that we're not just creating it so we can have all these rules in place. Yes, the rules are helpful and the rules are important uh, in understanding what we are going to do in the future with our money and having a plan for spending, a plan for investing, a plan for giving. Uh, that's important. But it's also a way to say, hey, you know, even though we're trying to meet all of these financial goals, let's give ourselves permission to spend money in these certain places uh, that might not be needs, but are, uh, you know, wants. And, and honestly, you know, relational connection with others and having fun with your family and building relationships with the people around you is a need. It's something that is going to be extremely important and, and it's going to create far more value for you than any money that you ever uh, attain. So putting in some fun money is really, really important. Uh, and uh, it is something that frugal people do that cheap people absolutely do not do. Uh, and so uh, we want to be fun. We want to have fun. We want to um, you know, be good stewards of our money, good managers uh, of our money, especially for us Bible-believing Christians. We want to manage God's money well. Uh, and in doing so, um, part of it actually is, you know, hey, you're given this not just to you know, sit on it, you're, you're not giving it just to, you know, pinch every penny. You're not giving it uh, to just grow it as much as you can. You're not giving it just to spend it all either. Uh, but we have to be doing things in proper proportions over time uh, that are, you know, prudent and that uh, is going to provide value, uh, not just in a monetary sense, uh, but also in a relational and social sense as well. So what's the bottom line? The bottom line is be frugal. Don't be cheap. Right? The bottom line is, uh, you know, if you're a cheap individual, let's loosen the purse strings a little bit. Let's take a little less of a, an individualist view of our money. Uh, let's look at our money a bit more through the eyes of being a manager for God and not 
that the money is all ours and we need to do everything we can to keep it. Uh, so let's not be extremely cheap. And, and not being cheap is also going to uh, increase the value of the things that you have, right? You're going to uh, be able to look at things and say, okay, I'm going to try to get the best for a certain price and not just pay the cheapest price that I absolutely can. Uh, so that's going to help you there. But it's also going to open up uh, the ability to be generous and the ability to have some fun with the money that you have. Because if you're not, then you're always going to be kind of out of whack. You're not going to be doing things in a proper way financially that is going to lead uh, to contentment, that's going to lead uh, to the joy that comes from using the money that God has given you to do uh, the things that you want to do in life. So I hope that you can trend towards uh, frugality and away from cheapness. And if you're somebody who, uh, hey, you don't really care about saving money or you don't really care about being um, you know, a penny pincher or, or you, know, you don't really care about spending the least you can for a certain amount of value and you just you want to buy high quality stuff, well, that can be a big issue too. It's not something that I specifically am speaking to in this episode, but I want you to know that you are not off the hook, right? Even though you're not somebody who's just a cheapskate, you are not off the hook either. And so um, there is a there is a happy medium. There's a there's a fine line on both sides, and so we need to be able to walk that fine line uh, and be able to do what's best for ourselves financially over the long term. And that is a good frugal um, value creating view of money. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below if you haven't done so already, and I'll be sure to respond to anything that you leave there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then make sure to leave me a review and subscribe on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's good supplementary materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form YouTube and podcast episodes every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you walk through your financial life, create a plan for you and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. Tune in tomorrow as I talk about uh, a big question in the minds of many of us uh, who do give and that question is, am I giving enough? Or am I giving too much, right? And so we're going to see, um, you know, how much should we be giving? Uh, is there a specific number? And uh, what does that look like in each of our lives? So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howe. God bless.